The Bible tells us that the signs of the last days is that iniquity shall abound and the love of many shall wax cold. The pornography, the movies, the TV, the public schools, the colleges, the universities, the plays, the music, the video games, all of that is causing the love of many to wax cold. All right, we're going to answer some Bible questions, but I want to show you the painting I did last week. And this is the one I did this week. That one, that one is where I used to fish when I was young, and this is where I fish now. This creek actually flows through my property called King Creek. And that's, not, that's about uh, 500 feet up creek from where we are. So I'm going to answer your Bible questions, and we're going to do that right now. We'll go upstairs. Okay, I hope you enjoyed my paintings. I'm going to be going back and starting a new one when I get through here. We're going to deal with the subject, what to expect until the rapture. What's it going to be like between now and the rapture of the church? There's a lot of false prophets out there. Signs of the end of the world be another name for what we're going to look at. Just four short verses. And then the waxing process. That could be a name of what we're talking about. Do you know what waxing is? Well, it's an important word in the Bible, so we're going to see about that. Here we are in Matthew chapter 24, and the disciples asked the Jesus the very question that many of us are asking right now. And as he sat up on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? He just announced the destruction of the temple and basically the coming of the end of the Jewish nation. What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Hmm. You can get a lot of people trying to answer that today. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. That's the first thing. Deception is going to be 99% of what is out there. And many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So that's the first thing, there's a risk of deception. He said, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. The Antichrist comes, saying he's Christ, and most of the Christians believe him. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So wars are not a sign of the second coming. Now you say, but how are Christians going to be present to be deceived by the Antichrist? When I say Christian, I'm using the term like half of the people in America are Christians. It may only be 3% of those that are actually born again go to heaven. So most of the Christians will be left behind when the rapture of the church takes place. They will be the first ones to be deceived. You shall hear of wars and rumors of war, so ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So those are non-signs. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in divers places. In other words, don't get excited about these things. They, they have happened. They will happen. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Not the beginning of the second coming. is just the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Hey, you're living in an America that's going to afflict Christians and shall kill you 
and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. The world basically is hating on Christians all over the world, not because of anything the Christians have done, but because our very existence is a testimony the fact that we believe, the fact that we believe there's a heaven and a hell, the fact that we believe that there's some things right and some things wrong, that there's such a thing as truth and error, that bothers people. They want a moral society completely and just to, to privately withdraw in a belief that the world is a place of evil and that our propensities are toward evil and that we need to submit ourselves to God and walk in righteousness, that is an affront in itself to political parties. You have to be careful what you say. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Many false prophets. Now here's the passage we're coming to. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Remember, this is an answer to the question, when will these things be? When will the world end? And what is the sign of these things? And he concludes his list of signs by saying, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. The prophets are telling us today that there's going to be a wonderful, glorious revival, that the latter rain is going to come and the church is going to shine. And the Bible tells us that the signs of the last days is that iniquity shall abound and the love of many shall wax cold. The pornography, the movies, the TV, the public schools, the colleges, the universities, the plays, the music, the video games, all of that is causing the love of many to wax cold. And iniquity is abounding. Now, let's look at the next passage. By the way, that, that word waxed, look it up in the dictionary, and here's how it's defined. It's found as altered, changed, metamorphs, metamorph, metamorphosis, metamorphed. How do you say that? Metamorphosed. Metamorphosed, <laughs> something like that, I guess. Metamorphosed, <laughs> changed, modified, mutated, transfigured, transformed. So the love of many shall wax cold. It's a process of metamorphosis, of being modified, of being transfigured, altered. Matthew 13, and the disciples came unto him, what, why speakest thou unto them in parables? And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, he shall have more abundant. Whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. That's very strange. In other words, he said, if, if the person has just a little truth, uh, a little understanding, then I will take that away from him. But if a person has a whole lot of understanding, we'll give him more. Hey, ignorance is not bliss. Therefore, I speak to them in parables because that seeing they see not and hearing. So they're looking and their ears hear the sounds. Seeing they see not and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. 
So the many Christians are seeing and hearing even what I'm saying and won't understand it. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, by hearing ye shall hear and not understand, by seeing ye shall see and not perceive. He was predicting the time of the coming of Christ there when the people would hear Christ's parables, hear his statements, see him, see the miracles, and not understand. Even the disciples didn't understand. Now here it is again. For this people's heart is waxed gross, metamorphosed, just process, slowly, transformed. And their ears are dull of hearing, not dull so they can't hear, but having heard, it made their ears dull. Truth spoken, heard with the ears, but not obeyed, dulls the ears so it hears less and less. Their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, should be converted, and I should heal them. You know, our understanding is tied to our character and our will. If you are of low character, as far as God is concerned, and you don't will to know him, you will hear, and your heart will get harder. You will hear and not understand. Otherwise, you'd be converted and he would heal you. Now, here's another one. And all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So what's it going to be like between now and the rapture? We're going to suffer persecution. Get ready for it. A few months away, three years, four years, I don't know. And evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Oh, Boy, all the music is waxing worse and worse. The movies are waxing worse and worse. Politics, people in public eye, waxing worse and worse. The nations, and it's not just America, it's the whole world. The devil is loose on the whole world. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. We're not revising our Christianity to fit modern times. We're not rethinking the way we say things or how we live. <laughs> we're, we're, we accept the faith of our fathers and their fathers and their fathers for the last 2,000 years. He said, and from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. That means he's four years old, he was being taught the Bible. Which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. So holy scriptures will make you wise. Now you say, which one of the 400 English Bibles is holy scripture? Only one of them is because they differ as much as 10 and 15% even in the number of words in the text. In other words, some are 15% longer or shorter than others. So greatly different. He says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. So if it's scripture, then it's given by inspiration. And that word given is a progressive tense. That's not was gay, was given. It is right now process by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So all scripture and you need to hold fast. Revelation chapter three, right before the rapture, he addresses the church. And he says to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write these things, saith he that's holy, he that's true, he that has the key of David that openeth, no man shutteth, shutteth, no man openeth. I know thy works, behold, I've set before thee an open door. 
This is the only church he doesn't find fault with out of seven. And no man can shut this open door, for thou hast a little strength. Here's the, here's the thing he commends the Philadelphia church for. And hast kept my word. Have you kept God's word? You can't have two books that are different and both of them be God's word. One of them is his word. One of them is not. Or maybe neither of them are. And has not denied my name. So keeping his word is not denying his name because he said in Psalms, he placed his word higher than his name. So if you mar the word of God, disbelieve the word of God, doubt the word of God, change the word of God, then you've denied his name. Behold, I'll take them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they're Jews and are not, but do lie, but I'll make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I've loved thee because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I kept the word. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell on the earth. You won't escape the tribulation, the coming damnation. If you do, <laughs> then you need to keep the word of God. And he will keep you from the hour of temptation, which shall come up all the world to try them. Behold, I come quickly, but hold fast that thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. He shall go no more out, and I'll write up on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down from heaven from my God, and I'll write upon him my new name. There's coming a gigantic uh, space structure. It's traveling through space right now. It is out there coming this direction. It is created by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. It's a mobile home. <laughs> I've always disliked mobile homes. But this mobile home is coming to the earth where it will sit down upon the earth and become the capital city, the new Jerusalem of the earth. And he's prepared a place for those that are his inside that mobile home which is new jerusalem cometh down from heaven from god now write upon him my name he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches so you see by now when he says he that hath an ear he's not just talking about these little things sticking out here and he's not to, he's not limiting those of us that are hard of hearing he said if you've got an ear an ear to hear if you have a willingness to hear if you have a commitment, a joy, appreciation for the words of God, then hear what God says to the churches. So what to expect between now and the rapture of the church? Expect persecution. Expect uh, the love of many to wax cold. Expect false prophets, many, many false prophets. And we're going to deal with that next time. Get your own print of Mike's Revelation painting at ngj.org revelation. Available as a poster or a full-size banner and includes a copy of Mike's Revelation Handbook Study Guide. 